That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman. From hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more, whether you are pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Are you ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Welcome back to Work Party Podcast. Today, I am chatting with none other than the lovely Lindsay Carter. As the founder and CEO of Set Active and the host of her new podcast, Ready, Set, Spill, which I was lucky enough to be a guest on, Lindsay Carter is the first to admit that she loves athleisure. However comfortable though, many of the pieces she found herself wearing didn't leave her exuding confidence and she knew something needed to be done. With that feeling top of mind in 2017, she launched the beloved athleisure line, Set Active a line of monochromatic activewear sets that's intertwined function and fashion. Carter continues to drive skyrocketing demand by dropping products from leggings to sports bras and limited edition colorways every single month. Her strategic approach to business drove Set Active into cult-like status overnight. With a background in social media consulting and passion for cultivating community, it's no wonder Carter's main focus was on building confidence and connection through a shared love for all things active. She has since built a community of over 430,000 plus fans and counting, including celebs like Haley Bieber and all of your favorite Barry's bootcamp instructors. A brief scroll down Instagram lane is sure to prove this statement is absolutely true. In this episode of Work Party, Lindsay is sharing all the juicy details about Set Active's rise to fame, their community-driven growth method, how she maintains her entrepreneurial spirit, and what truly reflects a brand success. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's welcome Lindsay to the show. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. So let's start at the beginning of your career. You know, what was your early days like, your first job before you ended up starting Set Active? So my first job out of college was actually a really brief nannying job. I actually love kids. I went to school for education, for early childhood education. And then I got a job at NBC Universal, specifically in production. And that's where I found my love for like social media and marketing. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't super big at the time. This was like back in 2014, 15, but like people were, they weren't using social media as like their main stream of marketing at Mm. at the time. And so when I was, social media was just on the rise. I really found like 
a strategy amongst like production. And I would go to my bosses saying like, we should do this, but market it on social media. And, you know, there was some pushback here and there, but that's where I really fell in love with marketing and branding and trend forecasting and social media. So I sort of followed that trajectory after NBC Universal. Keep in mind, I could not keep a job longer than eight months. Um, Not because I was getting fired. I actually would quit every time, but because I just, I didn't like people telling me what to do. So (laughs) I was like, this is not working for me. And that's sort of why I decided to do my own thing. Yes. Most entrepreneurs, terrible employees. It's really funny because I had a similar experience where I was always, you know, working corporate jobs similar to you and like would get a lot of feedback that I was like pushing too much on stuff and relax and like do this and that, you know, and it's really interesting in retrospect. I read this book after I started my first company that was talking about like some of these traits that are considered negative are actually really positive for entrepreneurship. So you start to realize this, you're like quitting your job every eight months. You're like, I love social media. How do you go from full-time corporate jobs, it sounds like, to entrepreneurship? Because that's like the number one question I feel like we get asked is like, how do you make the leap? How did you know when to start? And specifically start, you know, a product-heavy business. Honestly, well, so Set Active actually is not my first business. I owned a social media branding and marketing company called LA Social before Set Active, which I really do feel like was my stepping stone into becoming an entrepreneur. But honestly, I was just, for me, what made me take the leap is I was so miserable at my job. I like, you know, mental health wasn't really being talked about that much at this time. And, you know, I do suffer from anxiety. I never thought that I let my anxiety bleed into the workplace, but my boss at the time, which I'm almost positive you're not allowed to say, would like always tell me my anxiety gets in the way of like my potential. And totally illegal. I feel like very problematic. Very problematic. Very problematic. I actually even like during my exit interview brought it up to HR. I was like, I don't know if he should be saying that to his employees. But really what happened, it was, it was my, my now husband, who was my boyfriend at the time. He started to see my mental health decline every single day. I just felt like I was on autopilot. I was doing this, you know, I am a creature of habit. I do like routine, but this routine was like making me depressed. And I would like wake up, I would do the same thing. I would get to work early, make breakfast, go to my desk. My job was to come up with marketing ideas and marketing print ads and different things like that at this certain company. And then like, I'd get so much pushback and this and that. And I just, I honestly came home one day and my poor husband found me crying on the floor of our bedroom. And he was like, what can we do to like change this? And I was like, I just want to work for myself. And he was like, well, what's stopping you? I was like, well, I don't have a website. I don't even know how to get this started. And he was like, okay, well, our friend can make a website. That's what he does. Like, have you even asked him? And then that's kind of what the aha moment was for me where I was like, I just have to ask for help. Like, I just have to talk about what it is that I want to do and see how I can get it off the ground. And then I kind of took it one day at a time. And yeah, that was sort of like how I decided to run away from the corporate world. I love that. I mean, that's typically how it happens, I feel like too. But what I love about your story is that you started your entrepreneurial journey with, it sounds like a service-based business, right? This this agency, social media company. And then you end up launching a product-based business. So what are the differences now having started and built two different companies in two totally different categories? Like what advice do you have for service-based businesses and what advice, or for women, I, wish, I should say, looking to start service-based businesses and what advice do you have for women looking to start product-based businesses? 
Yeah. I mean, so I'll start with service-based first. Service-based business is a beast, at least from my experience. If you are doing a service-based business, I have so much respect for you. It is not easy. The unknown of, you know, who's going to re-sign a contract? How are you going to get a new client? Or, you know, just juggling those types of numbers is anxiety in and of itself, or at least it was for me. I think that if you're going to have a service-based business, then be the best in whatever service that you're offering. Have it be something that, you know, other companies don't offer, other service-based brands or businesses don't offer, and really dominate the field that you're offering your service in because it is competitive out there. Service business, in my personal opinion, and again, major respect for other service brands out there. You know, I I feel like there is a ceiling. There is a limit of how much you can scale it because at least I started my service business with what I'm good at. And unless I was cloning myself to like execute or come up with the ideas that I knew I was doing, you know, good work at and like I was one of one, there was only so much growth I could grow it to. I don't know if that answers the question, but that's why I decided to pivot. No, I totally hear you and totally agree with that. It's really fascinating because I have that conversation all the time. Scaling for product is like all automation based where scaling for service-based businesses is all people-based. So it's really challenging. And to your point, like usually you're the best one at it. So it's one of those things where you're trying to clone yourself, make everyone happy, deal with a lot of personalities. It's it's more challenging, but also obviously rewarding if you, you know, don't need to scale to like being a massive company. Yeah. That, yeah. That being said, so let's talk about the launch of Set Active. So Set Active is focused on building confidence and connection through fashion meets functional clothing. What was the light bulb moment that was like, I'm going to start an athleisure wear line? So I had branding and marketing down. I was doing it for individuals. I was doing it for brands. I, I can market and brand anything in my sleep and come up with ideas. I mean, just to give you an example real fast before I answer this question, my VP of operations and my head of production calls me. I'm on the way home from mommy and me last yesterday. I I don't answer my phone during mommy and me because it's like with the teacher and we're learning all these things about how to, you know, be a mom. And they're like, 911 SOS. My phone is blowing up. And they're like, we had a major production issue with our lounge fabric. It's unusable. We cannot get it. There's, it's not salvageable, you know, X, Y, and Z. We need to drop something in August because we're depending on those numbers to meet our sales goals for the year. Like, what do we do? And I sat there and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pull over the car for a second. I'm going to take a deep breath. And usually when I'm under pressure is when I come up with the best ideas, but I came up with a solution and I was like, yes, this is why I do what I do. And I like got so excited and adrenaline and, you know, it totally changed the course of a really, really bad problem turned into a good problem. And so I think that's like how Set was born was solving a problem. I love problem solving and I love getting creative with telling a story. And I was sitting at Alfred on Melrose Place. And I was looking around. This was almost five, yeah, five years ago. And the It Athleisure brand was Lululemon and major respect to them. I love Lululemon, but I didn't feel like they were marketing towards, you know, 
an outfit that can take you from day to night that was functional and minimal. And it was simplifying the way that you get dressed. And I was like looking around, I was looking at all these girls walking in. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing some research. I'm going to go to the Grove and I'm going to walk into every store that sells activewear and see what's there. And I still wasn't finding what I wish I had. And that's sort of the light bulb moment of, I'm going to take my love for branding and marketing and my love for wearing activewear and make something out of that. Hey, recording listeners. I want to take a moment to chat with you guys about ZocDoc. My calendar has been so busy lately with new projects in the works and finding an efficient way to run errands and check off my personal to-dos is a must. And one of the biggest things on my personal to-do list is making time for doctors and dentist appointments. And sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day. ZocDoc is a great tool I've been using to speed up this process. Think about it like this. Before you book any brunch, you sift through lists and lists of reviews to try and find the best food, the best chef, the best vibe. So why not put that much thought into booking a doctor's appointment? After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important than finding the right plate of eggs Benedict. Do you feel me? With ZocDoc, you can see real verified patient reviews to help find the doctor in your network that's right for you and in your neighborhood. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. I use ZocDoc and you should too. My longtime primary care doctor recently moved out of LA and I felt so overwhelmed having to scour the internet for a new provider, not knowing what the experience would be like when we met in person. ZocDoc really took the guesswork out of that and gave me access to an endless Rolodex of qualified and trustworthy doctors. They have a specialist for everything under the sun. Need to get your moles checked, you need to fill a cavity, you need to fill your prescription, you need to schedule your annual exam, ZocDoc has you covered. They also make sure your user experience is really convenient with their super integrated mobile app. It's as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery brought to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with just a few taps. And when you find a practitioner you love, find and review your local doctor in the app and online. It not only helps other patients like you, but also helps get the word out for these amazing specialists. Read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now, when you walk into your doctor's office, you're set to see someone in your network that actually gets you. So if you want to add this to your list of productivity tools, then go to ZocDoc.com party and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com party, ZocDoc.com party. Hi guys, it's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. Set Active sort of became this cult phenomenon because you launch the apparel in these like limited edition colorways, like super color blocked. Can you talk to us about how this idea came to be? Like you clearly weren't like prints are going to be our thing. Like it was like colors are our jam. And how did you know, okay, we're going to kind of create this like supply and demand. We're going to create this like exciting launch moment. And also what colors we're going to launch in. How did you decide which direction to go in? Yeah. I mean, I really think what set set apart in the beginning was I added a human element to what it was that I was doing. I was showing people the behind the scenes of 
you know, the samples coming in, trying them on for the first time, first time reactions. It wasn't like I had this perfectly curated Instagram page with the brand name and all this perfect branding from a branding agency, like hyping the crowd up. I really started on my personal Instagram, really showing people like what it was taking to start a company and, you know, the truck rolling up in front of my apartment and unloading our first round of production into my apartment. And I think adding that human element and authenticity on my personal Instagram, but attaching it to set active was what really made like people be like, wait, what, what is this? I've never really seen this done before. And it's something we still do as part of our you know, marketing strategy is really showing the behind the scenes of what we do and how we do it and like the transparency. But also, yes, the colors was part of the strategy. I, I, you know, I'm so inspired by colors. And as you see on the runway and different fashion shows, people pick colors based off seasons or sometimes not based off seasons. And I just wanted to like have a fun play off of that. And for me, demand models, what made sense as I was building out the business plan and I kind of ran with it. And it clearly worked. And the product is incredible. Like I personally love Set Active and the materials, like, you know, it says even on your, on your site, you know, they sculpt and lift. And I actually do feel like they they are able to do that. So how did you figure out this kind of, I mean, I don't want to say technology, but innovation around the type of materials you're using and all of that kind of stuff. Was it like a test and try experience? Yeah, totally. I mean, you can kind of see a glimpse on my personal TikTok of like, I put um, meetings over like our sample fit meetings and stuff like that. And I really get down to like measuring centimeters. But when I first started set, Seamless wasn't the dominant active fabric out there. So I knew I wanted to start with seamless because I personally felt the most confident in seamless activewear. But the only seamless activewear out there was being catered to like people who like are hardcore lifters in the gym and then was kind of just, you know, pushed to the side as part of another product at another activewear company. So what I did first is Alexi, who I love and adore, she was my social media manager at LA Social. And I was kind of making that transition into set active. And so we'd spend half the day running around the Grove, Century City, anywhere that had like active fabric, Nordstrom's, you name it, we were there. And we were actually trying on every pair of legging and writing down what we like and don't like about each style, where it hits on the ankle, where it hits on the waist. I personally like purposely have this certain hemline on our ankles because I think it really accentuates your legs. And then we started to sample our own. And I think we went through, I want to say like over 30 samples before I was like, okay, this is it. No. And it's so incredible. And I mean, that just goes to show you were able to create something really unique within the marketplace. So now, as you mentioned, you've been doing this for a while. So active is quite established. How has your team grown and how has your role changed over time within the company? That's a great question. We have 30 employees around that, maybe a little bit more. I did not realize that when you're starting a company and you own, you know, your own brand, that one of the biggest challenges is going to be managing your employees. That's not anything I prepared for. That's not anything that I planned for. I mean, I knew internally I was a good leader. It's a natural thing in me where I love to lead and 
be a manager, but I did not foresee how hard it was going to be to manage a team, be a part of running a business. I've hired out of desperation before. I've, you know, hired the wrong talent for the wrong position. I mean, you name it, I probably did it. And so we're now going through our second company restructure where we are, you know, letting go of people, people left because it wasn't the right position for them and finding like the right talent and coming up with the right positions. Like just because one company has an art director doesn't mean that that's what's needed for set active. So it's really understanding what your needs are, what you want to execute, and then who the people are to get that job done. That's in terms of employees. And then for myself, I think the hardest part was relinquishing control. You know, I'm very heavily involved with creative direction. Everything creative for set passes through me. I would say everything is super collaborative, but a lot of the ideas also stem from me too. One of them being what we're going to do in August because our lounge can't drop. So it's hard having a creative burnout. I think for the last, I want to say three and a half months, it got a little dark. I was like, I wasn't thinking of anything fun. I wasn't thinking of anything new and it was a struggle, but I'm out of it now and I'm feeling excited again. So. Oh, it goes in waves. And I think that's totally normal. I would be the exact same way when it was like, I basically designed every single stage for Create and Cultivate for like eight years. And then we brought on a creative director and it's, it was awesome because she came in and was able to create amazing things that I absolutely love. But it was also a nice moment for me because I was like, I am out of ideas, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're like feeling burnt out on that. But the, the quick thinking around the fire that you shared earlier is exactly what makes you a great CEO. It's, it's being able to, you know, put out those fires, think strategically and, you know, problem solve, but totally aligned on the employee side of things, you know, especially in this environment, when you're growing a business so quickly, roles change so fast, needs change so fast. It's so hard to dictate, determine what you need now, what you need tomorrow, what you need six months from now, and who's going to be the right role with the right skill set. It's a real challenge. And obviously with work from home and just a million, million uphill battles, definitely understand that. So, one thing I want to talk about is how Set, Act, Set Active uses influencer initiatives. So you guys gift and seed a ton of influencers and the packages are amazing. I mean, I've received some and they, you know, you're so excited. You're posting about it. I think a lot of brands struggle with this. They don't know what best practices are, who they should be sending it to, what they should send it in, what their expectations should be for sending product. So can you run us through a little bit of your best practices for influencer seating. And if you want to walk us through the influencer concierge service you have as well. Yeah, totally. For set specifically, my biggest thing, and I kind of emulate this through everything we do at set is to tell a story. We'll have these giant pitch meetings for a gifting and we don't hit it on the head the first time, every single time. I'll say like, no, this doesn't tell a story. This is totally random. This does not make any sense whatsoever. Everything has to tell a story. And I think it's important. Also something for sending PR gifts, you know, to an influencer is also like, I don't want this to just be another box that they push the side or if the other contents, that's not the product. I don't want them throwing it out. I want, I want it to be repurposable or something that they would create content with. Everything has a purpose in what we send. And I think that's like, 
number one best practice. And number two, like trying to find a personalized element as well. We always, always try to find a personalized element. I know for Black Friday last year, the theme was high school yearbook. So we gave superlatives to every influencer that we sent a PR box to. And then it's just like also understanding the climate of like the world right now, you know, back then. And I think the eighties and nineties, those t-shirts. I want to know if you know what I'm going to be talking about with the bikinis on them, like where you put on the giant, giant white t-shirt and then like, it looks like you're wearing your, oh, like yeah. it's someone else's <laughs> body, but like you put it over your bathing suit, like a cover up, but like, it looks like you're wearing this bathing suit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Like the cartoon S yes. uh, bot, Jessica rabbit body or whatever. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, we had this huge meeting. We wanted to include it in our Miami gifting that's coming up. And then someone on our team brought to our attention, like right now in the current climate, I, I really don't think that this is a good idea. It only shows one body type and one skin color. And she was right. And we were, you have to just like really understand each thing that you're putting in your PR gifting and really ask yourself like, if you receive this box, what were you, what would your thoughts be on it if you were to open this up? And mm. so it's not just like a off the fly type of meeting. I think there's like at least four to five meetings that go into building RPR gifting box for each gifting that we do. And then I would say another best practice is just to have no expectations. Like we're not paying these influencers to post. Everything that we send out is because either A, the influencer asked for it, or B, we reached out to them saying we'd like to send it to them. And so it's having no expectations, no strings attached. That's how it's always been for set and it's been working for us. And I think that's when you have a product that speaks for itself, I think that's how it's always going to be for your brand. And then the influencer concierge, it's like, I guess I posted about this on my TikTok. So I don't mind, you know, gatekeeping this, but this is an idea I came up with, I don't know, like six or seven months ago where everyone's DMs get lost. It was constant follow-ups or influencers would answer being like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm just seeing this. I've been following you guys for so long and I've been wanting set active. I've been buying it. Like I missed your DM. And I was like, there has to be an easier way to communicate with these influencers. Mm. So I wanted to solve a problem again. And I was like, you know what? I turned to Kaylin because she was my assistant at the time. I was like, Kaylin, can you run a Verizon and open up another business line and get a cell phone? And she looked at me and she's like, what? And I was like, just trust me. So she goes, she gets a cell phone. And then we strategically put together a plan where we wrote the copy. There was like six or seven iterations of the copy. And it was basically like, hey, Jacqueline, my name's Nikki. I'm going to be your personal point of contact for set active moving forward. Anything you need. Would you prefer that our you know, communications stay in the DM over email, or now I have a personal set cell phone number that you can text if that's easier for you. And nine out of 10 influencers every single time give us their cell phone number and want to text us because it's easier to communicate that way. And so we sort of came up with this internal influencer concierge. And sometimes we have full conversations with our influencers where they're like, so how's your day? <laughs> Where they're asking us, they're like, thank you so much. Like, and then it turns into another conversation, but we have like over 450 contacts in our influencer phone. It stays with, you know, our community manager, Sasha, who manages the whole entire phone. It was Nikki before. And all day long, we get text messages from our community of influencers and it's a nice way to keep it organized. Let's talk about your books real quick. Here's the thing. If you don't know your numbers, then you don't know your business. 
That's true when your business is growing fast, even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation is running rampant right now. Supply chains are clogged and the labor market is tight. So what does that mean for business margins? But not every business has to be in the dark. Crate & Cultivate has been using NetSuite for years now, and I always feel like I have a really good handle on the financials of our business. At any given time, I can log into our NetSuite account and get a snapshot of where money is flowing in and out of the business. It's a really reliable platform. In fact, over 31,000 businesses know their numbers thanks to NetSuite by Oracle. And that's because it is the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives business owners the much needed visibility and control of their financial planning, forecasting, budgeting, and of course, inventory management. With all this information at your fingertips, you can better manage risk, get reliable forecasts for spending, and improve your profit margins. Everything you need all in one place when you use NetSuite. In 2022, profit is the new growth, and this platform will continue to work with you so that you can identify rising costs, automate your manual business processes, and see where you can save money. If you're looking to know your numbers and your business better, then you need to get to know how NetSuite can be the main source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash party right now. That's netsuite.com slash party, netsuite.com slash party. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Claire. It's our sponsors that keep the party going, so we really appreciate you supporting us and them. Frankly, shopping for paint colors has always been a tough ask. There are thousands of colors to choose from, and some are only a slight variation in the hue from the last, the lighting always looks different in the store than it does in your living room, and there's a major lack of design guidance when we're perusing the aisles. Can you relate? Well, what I love about Claire is that they've completely reimagined the paint shopping experience for a new generation of consumers, much like myself. We're passionate and thoughtful about the way we curate our homes. Claire is a new direct-to-consumer online painting brand that makes paint shopping simple. They take the hassle out of paint shopping with a streamlined selection of designer curated colors, mess-free peel and stick paint swatches, and premium paint and supplies delivered straight to your door. Such a time saver because who wants to go back and forth to the hardware store when you don't have to? If you're anything like me, then you want to create a beautiful home that reflects your personal style. Paint is one of the easiest and least expensive ways to completely transform your home and make it feel more like you. Claire makes picking paint colors easy and hassle-free. If you need help choosing a color, you can go try their Claire Color Genius. It's a really fun two-minute quiz. That's like having an interior designer help you choose a paint color. You answer a few easy questions about your space, your style, and Claire delivers a personalized paint color recommendation just for you. What's also great about Claire is that the brand offers better paint formulations that are zero VOC, Green Guard Gold certified for better indoor air quality and meet the most stringent chemical emission standards. Claire is also formulated without any toxic air contaminants, hazardous air pollutants, EPA chemicals of concern, so it's paint you can feel good about using in your home. And as if it couldn't get any better, Claire is a female-founded company, and its founder and CEO also happens to be an interior designer. She saw that traditional paint shopping experience was outdated, full of hassle, and decided to create a better brand and a whole new experience that's easier, more convenient, and frankly, more inspiring. So for your next paint project, definitely give Claire a try. Visit Claire at www.clare.com slash party to get started and receive $5 off your first gallon of paint. That's www.clare.com slash party for five bucks off. When it comes to like giftings and things like that, 
do you primarily just wait for people to reach out to you at this point or do you have people that you reach out to as well what advice would you give to a business like do you slide into people's dms like what do you think is a good step it's kind of both i mean first of all it's having your pulse on you know the hot new shows that are out anytime there's like a viral show that comes out on netflix the next morning i or sometimes i don't even save it for the next morning i'll slack and i'll say this show's in the top 10 on Netflix. Let's keep an eye on the main, like the main actors and actresses. Let's see what their growth is like, or let's reach out now. I have a feeling this person's gonna be big, but we don't just care about like numbers. We also mm. tap into like micro, macro, the whole nine yards. We have different tiers of our, like we have a whole strategy for our influencer. Like you can have 10,000 followers and be in our influencer program, but it's having a pulse on like the trend. And also, again, I really do think that it's, not having strings attached. It's, Mm. it's, you know, sending out a message, keeping it short. No one has the time to read a six paragraph, you know, DM explaining what it is. They can go to the Instagram and they should be able to pick up what it is that you're wanting to gift them very easily. If it's our reach out, we're just like, Hey, Jacqueline, we'd love to send you set active. What's your size and address? And we'll get something shipped out as soon as possible. And then we start to build the relationship from there. So if, if you reply and you're like, that sounds great. You know, I'd love it. Then we start to learn your favorite colors, the styles that work for you. And we start to really, really focus on building that relationship so that that person feels personally taken care of. That's what works for us. So yeah. I love that. Amazing. So obviously you've been doing this for a while now. You've been extremely successful in building this, you know, cult direct to consumer brand, massive social media audience and team. So what advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs who are looking to maybe take the leap into an apparel business? Definitely quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. That's like first and foremost, you do not want to be producing something that's bad quality. There's a lot of brands out there that I won't name that slab their designs on really low quality product and I just, it's important to me to have quality product. And I think that anyone who's starting a, you know, retail brand with clothing offerings should really focus on quality. And then it's really just making sure you're passionate about what it is that you're doing, because you are going to have to weather the bad days and the good days and putting the fires out. I think my whole day yesterday consisted of back to back to back fires that I put out. And that's just part of being a CEO. And you're, you have to love what you do. You have to be so passionate about what you do because you have to be excited to wake up every single morning, even on the hardest days and, you know, get it done. So be passionate about whatever it is that you're starting. Totally. Yep. You got to constantly get ready to put out fires. I joke like I was a professional firefighter. Like so true. Okay. Let's wrap with some sentence finishers. I am not productive unless my day starts with coffee. Love it. (laughs) Success to me is happiness. I love that. And then I guess I just want to ask because of uh, what you're saying, what's your current binge? What's your current, it doesn't have to be Netflix, but what are you currently binging? (laughs) As a 31 year old, I don't know if I should be admitting this, but it's Love Island UK. (laughs) Oh my God. No, I mean, I am on board. And also if you love that, I highly recommend the one that got away on Amazon Prime from the producers of The Bachelor. It basically is a show where they bring back people from your past to see if there's still a connection. Oh my God. Highly recommend. And maybe you want to gift a few people on that before they blow up. I'm going to look into that. 
Yes. Well, enjoy. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for sharing your knowledge. And can you tell everyone where they can follow you and set active online? Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at Lindsay Carter, Lindsay with an E. And if you want to follow set active, it's at set active on Instagram. Amazing. I feel like a lot of people are going to be sliding into your DMs. Thanks so much, Lindsay. Thank you. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.